0: We can actually start this podcast now. <laughs> what well, six? Whatever. Well, welcome to the weekend review, guys. As always, we are excited to be here. Almost too excited, since we can't seem to start the podcast.
1: Welcome. We
0: hope that you are having a great week. Uh, lots, a lot of stuff to cover with you guys. But before we jump into the intersect, I just wanted to say, first and foremost, um, as we come to the end of the year, I'm just so incredibly grateful and thankful uh, for each and every single one of you. Um, I know right now, uh, because I meet here at church on Wednesday nights, there's a couple other groups that are meeting at church with me. And, uh, just, uh, last night, Leslie and Adrian Marine came in for their small group. And I just want to say, thank you guys so much for serving faithfully this year. I know that this Mm -hmm. year didn't finish the way that you guys expected it. And you just being so faithful coming in and and leading that group. And uh, as I was chatting with them last night, I was just thinking about all of you, um, all of you uh, meeting across the city, across the town, not just last night. Some of you are meeting uh, on on Thursday nights, on, on Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights. Whenever you're meeting, just the, what you're doing is just I'm incredibly grateful for. Absolutely. Uh, with me being grateful and with Beth agreeing in gratefulness, uh, we will t- – <laughs> let's move on. Uh, we have four weeks left. How many? Four.
1: Oh Just – not that many.
0: Not that many. So we are coming down to the to the end here. And so with us coming to the end, uh, there's a few housekeeping things that we need to do to make sure that we are going to end well and, and finish well. And to do that, we want to make sure, A, that you're reminding your group that we are just four weeks out. Uh, the week before Memorial Day is the week that we call it quits for small groups for our long summer break.
1: And, yeah, and that it's, it's the end of the season. It's not a, a- – a temporary break in between it's the end of the season, small group.
0: Yeah. End of the season. So with that, a lot of us like to have a fun social night, maybe a dinner, uh, going out, doing that kind of stuff. A stuff. Uh, gather I,
1: night. A gather
0: night. Yo, what's up Beth? Beth remembers, uh, our dinner. So a gather night, we're going to be hanging out, having a good time, but also what we would highly encourage you, whether you do it on the last week or the second, to last week that before you just say goodbye, that you actually sit and remember, reflect upon what God has done. Um, and you really kind of ponder through those things. We will probably have some, some stuff in the emails as the weeks go on and just some questions that you can ask some ways that you can wrap, wrap up the night, but just be preparing for that. And then also right now, the month of May coming into the month of May is when you guys need to be planning. How, what are you going to do over the summer? Are you just going to go cold turkey on your group and <laughs> say you peace out, homies? Yeah, <laughs> soon September, uh, or are you going to make sure that you disciple well and carry through? So plan know,
1: some activities, plan some stuff.
0: I know for Allison and I, we're already kind of planning uh, some backyard barbecues and some pool parties. Uh, some different people in our group are saying, hey. We're, we want to have people over so we're just saying yes and amen to that and we are kind of pushing our group that way
1: and looking for host homes in the process <laughs> oh
0: yeah trust me yeah trust me so we're doing that and i know that the atnip group hands of groups are going like on a camping trip because is... apparently they're extra so <laughs> they're just hanging it's out perfect
1: doing... off the topic this this week they're unified they Tim. are
0: unified man that group is tight and then a lot of other groups are doing different things, uh, from poker nights to different stuff going on. So well, how are you going to stay connected over the summer? Uh, and also, as we come into the end of this time with only four weeks left, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but seeing how I didn't get any emails. <laughs> Beth, did you get any emails? Not a one. Not a one, okay. Not a one. So because we didn't get any emails, uh, we are looking right now for host homes, for uh, leaders next year. Who in your group um, has the potential for being a small group leader? Here's the deal. We're not saying that they're small group leader quality maybe right now, because if they were, they should be leading right now. Mm-hmm. But who are the people that maybe that we can get with and maybe begin to disciple and groom for leadership? That's one of the main things Beth does here for us in small group ministries is she helps develop and deploy leaders, and she's fantastic at it. And there are people that are maybe those 80%, those 70%, 60%, I guarantee, spent a little time with my friend Beth. We're going to be launching leaders out.
1: Oh, that's so nice, Tim.
0: Yeah. So we're doing that. So who are those people? Who are our couples? Who are our individuals that that are ready for leadership that we want to get con- connected with Beth to see God continue to develop people out? And then last thing before we jump in the intersect, uh, we have a great serving opportunity outside of small groups right now, but that is specific to partners in our church. So mm-hmm. it, we have to pull from a smaller pool of volunteers. And so we're asking for your help. Yvonne runs our uh, finance team here at church. And part of the finance team is account team. They kind of make sure after every single weekend that uh, the offerings get put in, taken care of correctly and get put in so we can continue to go on as a church. And to be on part of that team, it operates in the middle of the week and it has to be a partner. So she can't publicly just go out to the whole church and say, hey, we need volunteers. So she asked me to ask you guys. So I'm asking you right now, maybe you have somebody in your group who you know is a partner that maybe is a little quieter individual or has some time that they could come and help do that. We need people that we can trust. Uh, mm-hmm. So, we'll put Yvonne's email, I mean, uh, email in our email, and we love for you to get uh, to reach out for that help with us find some volunteers for that team. So awesome. Those being the announcements, let's jump into the intersect. Um, this is my favorite week to lead small groups.
1: <laughs> it's not awkward, right? After you teach <laughs> no, to lead. Not at no. all.
0: Yeah, especially this first question. So, looking back at my sermon this weekend, what did you not like? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> everything, Tim. Everything. Everything.
0: No. So, jumping into this talk uh, this last weekend, we are continuing in the the prayer that Jesus had in John 17. We only have one more week left in this, and only like three more weeks of John uh, of John. And then, <gasps> peace out, people. What? We are we are done. Uh, but this week was a fun week for us to for me to preach. I think it was a good week for our our, our church, focusing on the topic of unity. And what I really try to do is kind of stay away from some more of our cliche, catchy things that we talk about often and kind of press deeper into unity by breaking it up into those three areas that we did. Um, and so hopefully that this, because we did break it up into three different areas, uh, your group could kind of go one of three ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it left some freedom for that in the intersect, uh, but uh, it's really up to you as you guide this group. Bef- like I've done the last three weeks with you inside this prayer, I'm continuing in my group to continue to read through the prayer, to continue to set the night, instead of asking that awkward question for me when I preach, I'm just reading the chapter. And then this week I'll be covering verses 15 through around 20 ish and we're ish. Yeah. And we're kind of, uh, even though I might jump me personally, cause I covered verses 20 through 26. I might just read through that again, but mm-hmm. pulling out what sticks out to you. What kind of, what do you, what do you know about yourself from this passage? What do you know about God from God's passage? What should you apply or change in your life because of this passage? And lastly, who should you share this, this passage with? Is there a word of encouragement here for somebody else? And but, I
1: will say like, we did it, We've only done it once, Mm -hmm. but the night that we did it, I felt like group, we were able to just really lock in on those passages. and in a context and like it was was like this beautiful arc into the night um, being real intentional with reading the passage.
0: It was interesting, we got into a discussion last week on this, and just what's what inside this prayer is descriptive, what inside this prayer is prescriptive for us. And so what should we be reading about f- that was just for the disciples, and how can we glean from that? And then what is part of this prayer is really is, is instructive, is prescriptive for our actions in our lives, and how we read the Bible is important. So it got into a much bigger conversation for my group, uh, but it has been good each week. So going through that rewind question is really just our normal question is going through, and then I put... Multiple options for discussion questions this week, and so
1: you think? <laughs> yeah, it's good. But
0: in that though, is, is because I did touch on the Trinity, that might be a topic for some of your more theology nerds to jump in on and and kind of discuss and kind of go over. Uh, that could that question in some of our groups might fall completely flat, and that's okay. I mean, you know, you know your groups by now. So what do you guys want to do with that? And then I think it's a good question to lead into that second one. You're, you're a little afraid of this question, aren't you, Beth?
1: Yeah, I think um, <laughs> asking people to yeah. talk about ways that they've caused disunity, huh. I feel like that's a big ask.
0: How have you started fights in your marriage this week?
1: Yeah, no. like, that's a big <laughs> ask, especially in big group time. Yeah. So uh, just be really cautious of that.
0: I like awkward small groups. What do you want, Beth? If
1: you hear crickets, you know, you could say, hey, this is something either we could follow up in a big group time, or one of the things that you could say as a follow up question. When you hear crickets is, you know, when we think about dissension and disunity, we think of like these big major things where, you know, but it's just, where have you gossiped?
0: Yeah. Where have you gossiped? Where Where have you slandered? Where, you know, where have you maybe omitted truth? Where have Mm -hmm. you maybe exaggerated truth? Uh, And how are those things? Where have you um, sought to, to maybe fight instead of to create unity? And there are some of us, let's just be honest, there are days where we just want to fight. And <laughs> what? That's true. I mean, people come in, they're just like, no, I just I'm not I'm not in the mood to agree today. And so uh, and and how are we doing that? I think if you are getting crickets in this, let's be honest, every single one of us have intentionally and unintentionally caused disunity in our life with different individuals. Mostly probably our mother-in-laws, but besides that, <laughs> everybody else. You know, we've done this, and so we have incidences of this in our lives. If they can't think of them, I want to say, without naming names, how have you seen somebody else cause disunity? And then once they name off, oh, it's through these three things. How have you done those three things? And that might get the discussion flowing. After that, we kind of moved into that concept. Is one of my main points at the end, but it says my last point there is is what Paul says is make every effort, make every effort, not just some effort. So what are the efforts that we're making this week? See, unity doesn't just naturally happen everywhere all the time. You know, we might live in moments with certain peoples, hopefully with our spouses and with our kids mainly, where unity comes, but we're going to have to also work at it. So what are the efforts we're taking towards unity this week? Moving from that, I, I gave you again a, a little bit of a a grab bag for verses this week, five different passages, uh, two different sections uh, for you to focus on. Um, the verses are pretty straightforward. And that first section of verses when I talk about how we're called to live together, how we're called to live with one another. I have follow up questions after it. So make sure if you're reading through that after you kind of go through one or two of those passages,
1: hmm.
0: really, we want to say, okay where where are we seeing common themes throughout? Because when we're reading the Bible, again, another thing we have to keep in mind is not, and Steve says this all the time, it's not just what the Bible says, it's what what else does the Mm -hmm. Bible say? And so that's why we gonna take a group of passages, a group of scriptures and say, okay, what's the theme? What's this main concept that God's trying to do for us and how do we go throughout? Uh, What's the behavior? I like that second question, part of that question. is What's the behavior mindset that we need to tweak this week? That's really the application, okay? So according to what we're reading the scripture, according to what we're discussing, what do we need to tweak? And I think tweak's a good word because sometimes you think, oh, I got to change everything. No, no. We're just tweaking. We're just kind of fine-tune, adjusting, mm-hmm. you know, different things. Um, all those basses are are, are are great. Um, pretty straightforward. Beth is going to put some notes inside of inside of there for you guys inside the leader notes.
1: Yeah, a couple of possible follow-up questions we'll put in the leader notes, and then ending on the decide and do. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things we did like years ago. Uh, Old school, so, yeah. When Steve back on Adam Street, back, yeah. Uh, he had said before, "You come and take communion. We're gonna give you guys a moment, and if you have to apologize to someone, if there's a sorry that needs to be said, you guys need to do that." And so, and he gave us time to do that. And I think it would be really, really beautiful if before you split, you gave about five minutes of just, "Hey." That separate throughout the house, and maybe you need to send a text message. Maybe you need to tell your your husband or your wife who's sitting right here. Sorry, but just giving them the opportunity to follow through. I mean, sometimes decide and do's are like big things we're gonna have to go out and yeah. do. But this is something that you know, if the way the night's going, and after you're reading the passages, if God's impressed in your heart that you know you need to make an apology, give them time because maybe when they walk out that door. That they'll they'll be scared or they'll have an excuse, but if you're real intentional, I think that that would just be a beautiful moment of reconciliation or possible reconciliation.
0: I think as leaders, just pressing into this fact of what Ephesians four says that this is what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. So so unity is is a calling upon our lives. That that this is, should be a mark of Jesus, and in, and in, in what we believe in the fact that we do believe in a triune God. We do believe in a, in a God of unity. And so we should be marked by this. So where are those relationships? Where are those friendships? Where we have become content on disunity? And how can we possibly say, no? I'm gonna, I'm gonna shift. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a change here. Uh, we hope it's a fruitful discussion for you guys. We are praying for you. Uh, even though the season is coming to the end, coming to the end, our care for you is not. No. And we want to uh, hear how you guys are doing. We want to check in with you, but also we want to just encourage you in knowing that. Uh, even with four weeks left, we can make a difference. Absolutely. Thank you guys.
1: Talk to you soon.